0: Along with Assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com.
5: may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com.
2: Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.
4: This is Cut To It with Steve Smith Sr. a production of The Black Effect and iHeartRadio. I'm Steve Smith Sr. And I'm Gerard Littlejohn. And this is Cut To It. Cut to It, Cut To It. Let's get down to it. Cut to it. We ask the questions you always want to know, but no one ever asks.
5: Let's cut to it.
6: You know it's on.
5: If you ain't heard about it, then we're about to let you know. You know it's on it's
2: on.
5: Shoot, they went on us then. Hey, that's a first. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to say that out loud. Here we are back with another episode of Cut to It Podcast. What's going on, Steve?
4: Hello, how are you, David?
5: <laughs> first off, don't be giving my government a name. That's on, your name, Paul. But I ain't asked you to reveal it.
4: Again, there you go with, Dang, the, I you mean, go I with that. You,
6: word,
5: I mean I, I don't I don't call you Stevon. I almost called you. The, see, see, what, see, see, see. almost I said it with the hard see, R. See, see. It's, see, see it's wait a minute. Steve-on. Dump button. Dump button. Dump button. Steven.
4: <laughs> St- if you're gonna say my birth steve- name, say Steve-on. it right. steve yes. I don't. I don't. I don't. Smith drop
5: yours. I, See, I ain't asked you to tell my whole name.
4: So no, I'm just. Wait. If you're gonna say my whole name, say it right. Almost again. Hard <laughs> R. Almost. said it <laughs> Steven Smith Senior.
5: Now that now now we got that out the way, David. Man. Okay, uh, sir.
4: Gerard. This is like Middle an episode John. of Jim
5: Rome right now. <laughs>
4: <laughs> the question is, who's Jim and who's know. Chris? You
5: tell, you tell me. I'm not sure.
4: Oh, okay. I like that.
5: <laughs> All right. Anywho, um, Anywho. Man, I've been able to uh, watch you on Thursday nights. You're always doing a great job as usual.
4: I think that... Why do I sense a little bit of glad gladhanding? you... Sleight of hand, you over here?
5: And do I look like David Blaine? I'm not sleight of hand. <laughs> I'm not, since when am I a magician? Yeah. I, I, so I, can I give you your flowers while you while you can still smell?
4: them? No, Dang, I'm not buying you're t- it. You
5: were you a tough one to please today. Uh, Trying to give pessimistic Paul. <laughs> uh, understatement. So watching you on Thursday nights, doing a great job as usual. Question. Thank for you, you, sir. Question for you. Is there a comparison you have between live TV mm. and game day? That's a good question.
4: Uh, I mean, no. Uh, preparation is still preparation. Mm-hmm. It's slightly different, obviously. You get a paper cut on TV. You can get your leg broken on game day. <laughs> <laughs> Slight difference, right? A little bit, a little yeah. bit. You got a, let's see, you know, Disney uh-huh. Band-Aid. Anesthesia and surgery, right? <laughs> so it's a huge difference uh, with the injuries, but it's still preparation. A lot of uh-huh. fil- uh, a lot of watching film, sometimes too much film. I can also watch. I can get inundated with so much film and and numbers and facts that you start to lose the perspective, mm-hmm. and then your your mind is going faster than your, your mind mouth. is racing. You're trying oh, to process. You're trying to process, and you get numbers and start to. F- you start to put names together with the wrong teams and, and numbers with this and point seven and point this. You know, a great example is talking about uh, – so we are talking about uh, Tom Brady last couple of weeks mm-hmm. and talking about um, what's going on with him and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, and I said that one of the things that he's had to do, which is he's done for the last 15-plus years, is in New England, his philosophy was go sh- f- uh, look short first and allow the – deep passes to develop as an outlet, which is totally different. But that's Tom Brady. That's why he's the GOAT. That's true. But now he's in Tampa Bay, and a uh, Bruce Arians' kind of offense is look deep first, short second. And just to give you this illustration is Tom Brady's last year in 2019 for the New England Patriots I believe it was roughly 4,153 yards, yards per attempt. Mm. I don't have the – I can look at my phone and tell you, but yards per attempt is an average of 6.7 or 6.6 yards per attempt.
5: Okay.
4: Last year under Jameis Winston, Bruce Aaron's offense with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 2019 – 5100 and something yards so a little bit below 25200 yards average yards per attempt 8.6 okay huge difference right just to kind of show it now in twenty nine, twenty twenty, 2020 Tampa Bay Buccaneers under under uh Tom Brady right now 7.4 wow. yards per attempt still below right but e- under pressure, Tom Brady is averaging, I believe, a little bit above five yards per attempt. Under pressure, barely 7%, seven percent, uh, 0.7 yards per attempt. So, obviously, not being pressured, not having, you know, looking down there, you can stare things down, let long developing plays. So, basically, those are some of the things that I experience and deal with. In the TV world, now as a football player, hey, bro, they running this coverage. I don't care if they blitz and throw me the ball. Right. That that That's the difference in game day. In in playing football, you allow the numbers to give you an understanding of what plays the run. In TV, the numbers give you an understanding of why a team is good, indifferent, or can't get out of their own way.
5: So you, you gave me a good correlation between game day and live TV. Has there been a time when you're on live TV where maybe you had an instance where you kind of wanted that playback? Well, maybe you made a mistake and you kind of wanted that playback.
4: Man, live TV sucks because sometimes (laughs) you just get stuck or you go over on a segment you have a good point and you have to skip over that segment because now we don't have that time. So Uh generally, an hour show is really only 47, 46 minutes of content because you have commercials. You got to pay for the advertisement. So, um, but... There's also been some times on live TV brother been on that struggle bus. Yeah, yeah, the struggle oh, moment. I got to say, I mean listen, sometimes you just you're having a bad day.
5: Well, th- through the magic of I can't say the magic of television, through the magic of podcasting. We've got a clip queued up. I, I guess of maybe one. I guess potentially you want to have back. Let's 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 see if we can get our production folks to run that back. First.
4: I hope the production folks because they haven't been the yeah, greatest of franchise uh, since obviously Dan Rami- Dan Rami- uh, R- Dan. R- I can't even speak right now.
6: Marino.
5: <laughs> <laughs> the Marino at the end is is what does it for.
4: me. I was stuck.
5: It was late that night though. I'm 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 gonna shoot you some bail. It was late that night. About, oh, that was like what, one o'clock in the morning? Yeah. It seemed like it was really late.
4: It doesn't matter. I was stuck.
5: I, I get it. I mean, you.
4: Bro, do you know for about. You
5: Dan Marino's name. Dan Marino. Yeah. You, I can you say that. Like now, now you got it down. I like, got it now. Like, I got it now.
4: Bro, here's the sad part. It
5: ain't been that bad since Ace Ventura.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Just laugh. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Bro, it's like two days. I was still jacked up two days after that. I bet. I was like. Just, it's when you want back, though, right? Want back? Yeah. Bro, I w- I didn't cry. But you run it back. You run that play back. Man, right. I run it back in my yeah. mind. Just, like
5: like you had a drop pass. Like, I mean, being an athlete, bro, I get it. like, man, I wish I had that you one just, back.
4: You just screwed up my day, dog. This <laughs> well, serious. Well, for you, we at the end of the day. Oh, we recording this, so are you good? Hard R again. <laughs> hard R again. <laughs> enough, nah. with your,
5: enough with this dialect. <laughs>
4: But seriously, it's it, it was I was jacked up for about two days. I was yeah. like, gosh, I screwed that one up. Yeah, well,
5: yeah. you got you got you got more positives than you than you got. Yeah, whatever, like that, man. So hey, damn. who hey, so God, uh, this
4: tough crowd. Yeah, <laughs> hey, who we got next? All
5: right, coming up on the Cut to It podcast, we've got Colleen Wolf a host for NFL Network who works Thursday night football, a number of NFL Network shows, a native of Philly, and just all-around friend of the podcast, Colleen Wolf on Cut To It Podcast. <laughs> all right, so our first segment, Colleen, is called Get Iced Up. They're random okay. icebreaker questions. They're selected at random by Smitty. So you know how he is, don't know what's coming. Don't oh, know no. if he has follow up. And we got some creative stuff for you this time. So Smitty, go ahead and give Colleen the first one. Buckle up, buttercup, here it goes. You I'm ready?
1: nervous. Oh my god, all right.
5: Be Not be nervous, but just
4: maybe towards the end though.
5: You- <laughs> right now you are all right. All right. God, no.
4: If you had the power to shrink anything and take it with you, what would it be and why?
1: um it would be just one thing
4: yes one thing all
1: right can i can i reanimate it after i get to where i go <laughs> can i how do you can i it? like if you shrink something and oh. then can i unshrink it after i get to wherever i'm going
5: judges what do our judges say they're she you're good you thumbs up Ding ding
1: ding. ding. okay cool 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 i'm putting john in my pocket <laughs>
4: That was really but, that all that for this. That was really inappropriate for John.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Well then I was like, I was gonna save my dogs, but then if I don't, if I bring my dogs and not John, then that's a thing. And so I wanted to but I wanted to make sure I could unshrink John after I shrink him. So yeah, that's the answer.
4: Okay. I will text John after to let him know <laughs> he's getting shrunk and playing in your pocket. <laughs> And John is her husband. Everyone, Great. so relax.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: All right, what is your favorite Christmas present you've ever received?
1: Oh, I got uh, a couple years ago. There was this picture at NFL Films of uh, I think it's Betty Grable um, when she was like a young actress with a leather football helmet on and a football, and it's like this glam shot. And I saw it at NFL Films, and I fell in love with it and. Somehow John figured out like what, where to get it and surprised me with it. And I love it. I have it framed in my office.
4: That's, That's crazy. Cool. I just got an email about, do we steal any photos? um out of
1: <laughs> Yes, I think I think John, John definitely case the place. <laughs>
4: That's really cool. That's great at John. John's a good dude, man. He's pretty cool. I know, <laughs> he
1: does all of his homework.
4: Yeah, he does. <clears throat> Have you seen the show Naked and Afraid?
1: No, it sounds terrible.
4: So, <laughs> okay, so it's on, it's on Discovery, um, Discovery Channel. Yeah. Discovery Channel. It's actually a great show. So we're going to kind of play that, but it's called Clothes and Afraid. Okay. okay? Because we have morals. Yes. <clears throat> right. You, uh, you can only have three items to bring with you to an uninhabited place. What are your three items? And before you answer, would you like me to tell you what mine are to kind of help you? Because you don't seem like you watch the show. So it's- <laughs> <laughs> you
1: need do- All right. Yeah. No,
4: Negative phrase. Basically, they take people and they dis they disrobe. They don't have any clothes. And then they give them survival kick. And they like it. A- get, you get one item. You get one or two items. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's it. So mine is my list is I get a fire starter, a tent. And a huge knife slash machete. Oh, okay.
1: Those are good.
4: Um, now, you cannot use any of those three. Go.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. A knife? A knife is a great idea. All right. Fine. Uh, I'm going to go. You can't go... use a
4: knife, though. Because what? now. Okay, you, fine. You can't because. you can have anything
5: that has a sharp edge? Just because... Yes, you okay, can. Just
4: right. not a knife or a machete. Okay. Because that's mine. We're not sharing.
1: Okay. A box cutter.
4: <laughs> okay. Box cutter. All right. About, I don't know how many boxes listen, are going to be at an uninhibited island. But. Listen, you're on an island by yourself. Who knows?
1: I, so yeah, all right, fine. Box cutter, I'm going to go with that. How about um, matches? Is that too close to fire starter?
4: No, oh, that's, oh, that's, oh. that's That's a match. Okay. The, the rain, you're screwed. Gonna anyway. the,
5: the key is going to be the like the kindle or whatever. Both yeah, y'all, but see, that's, yeah. Yeah. You got to watch all the right. show.
1: And I'm bringing a raft with rows attached to it so I can get the hell out of there. <laughs>
4: She so, <laughs> <laughs> so dead. I'm, sunburned. I'm like, yeah,
1: because I'm they're trash. not shared.
4: So you are? Like, I, it doesn't matter. I'm I'm get to the questions. Listen, I get the win. I get the win either way. So typically I get to win, I, I get to win way, I'm so Taking, I get to I'm win
1: taking away the box cutter and I'm I'm replacing it with a spear.
4: There Ooh. we go. Yeah. <laughs> She's just but uh, now she, you gotta have aim. Hey, she just Earn herself three extra days of life right, right. there.
5: Bang! Yeah, her her rate went up to like a six point. Yep, yeah,
4: because she's going to die. Of, um, she, she, she can't drink salt water. Yeah, she has nah, no nah. pot to cook it in.
5: Mm-mm. So, all, all that stuff you learn when you're watching that show. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: but I was watching Castaway the other day. So, can I just get some moisture from coconuts? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yes, because you'll be ta- because you will never see anybody. But yet she's tanning.
1: Right, <laughs> right. exactly. I'll to need some right. tanning oil right. and a volleyball for a friend. OK. All
4: right. All right. A few more. When was the last time you gotten pulled over for speeding?
1: I've never gotten pulled over for speeding, but I have gotten pulled over for not putting my turn signal on early enough to change lanes in the middle of the night when I was going to a radio station job that I had and it was very, very shady.
4: Mm, Yeah. You were in Philly, huh?
1: Yeah. But like, how is that even a thing? There was nobody on the road dead of night and I got pulled over for not turning on my turn signal quick enough.
4: because right.
1: or early enough. Yeah.
4: You were in Philly, correct? And you are probably in a sketch neighborhood, right?
1: A little bit, a little bit.
4: Okay, you are not African-American.
1: But my windows were tinted.
4: So they thought you were trying to get dope. That's what yeah, it was. That was- yeah. <laughs> she was trying to score. She was trying to score. <laughs> yeah. This is where the Philly comes out of her. Cardi B <laughs> or Megan Thee Stallion.
1: You know, I I feel like my allegiances have wavered. uh, And I really, really love Megan Stallion. Like I love her. And I don't know what's going on with Cardi and Offset lately. I haven't been like too into the drama. But, you know, I I did listen to a couple Cardi songs yesterday. But when I was listening to WAP, I was really into the Megan Stallion part.
4: I don't know that I'm qualified even, uh, to, I'm to not talk about WAP. I'm know. not even going I'm, there. Yeah, I'm not qualified. Yep. All right, let's, let's get down to who Colleen is. What, what is her, what's, what is she made of? What makes her tick? So here we go. Where are you from and a place you call your hometown?
1: Well, shoot, that's Philly. Now, I grew up outside of Philly, um, like 45 minutes outside, but went oh. to school in Philly, have a house in Philly still. Philly is my city. I love everything about it. The good, the bad, all of it. It's such an awesome place. And the people are so very real there. They will tell you exactly what they're thinking immediately. And they're all lunatics and mostly related to me.
4: (laughs) So how did your hometown impact and shape your perspective on how you see the world today?
1: Well, I think Philly is really kind of, it's, it's a rough around the edges kind of city. It's very blue collar. It's very hardworking. And that was something that was like instilled in me from the minute I was able to get a job, I got a job and I was working and I was working multiple jobs at any time. Like usually, usually I had three jobs at a time. And then that stopped when I went to college and I just had one job, but it was, you know, it's such a, it's a city where everybody really, really has to scrap for, to get ahead and for everything that they want. And I think that that has like really shaped the way that I kind of look at things. I, I over-prepare for every single assignment, no matter what the heck it is. And that is just something like my work ethic was built, I think from Philly.
4: You, it's funny as you over-prepare, but you also worry yourself so much yeah and you think that is a obviously it is a great quality of you but how do you handle relaxing
1: yeah so that's a great question and I think a lot of the the worrying um and the sort of anxiety that I get around work is because I I just don't want to like I'm so competitive and I'm so competitive with myself and I don't want to let anybody down that's like with me that like so any I don't want to ever be the weakest link basically on any of these shows I just want us to you know do as as best we can and so like I feel like I spend so much time preparing and worrying and then once the show starts i can actually relax and then once the show is finished i can really relax and that is like my sweet spot basically when everything is done and i get through it and we do it and it's good and it's great then i can just chill mm-hmm. and then i can just kind of like coast have a beer like watch a show and just zone out
5: uh, it I can relate to that. Cause it's also, you have the, the internal standard too, right? Like you, you don't want to let nobody down. And I definitely feel that, but it's, you also don't want to let yourself down.
1: Right. Yeah. And and like anytime that, you know, you've been in a spot where you realize, Oh my God, like I should have known that I, I, you know, I should have prepared for that. That sort of, I think changes you a little bit. And, you know, I think for me, I, what I need to do is sort of like dial it back sometimes, but it's just like so programmed within me that, that like, it, that's just part of my fabric.
5: So growing up, how did you believe that the world worked?
1: God, I didn't know anything when I was growing up about the world. I was like oblivious to a lot of things. Uh, I was very much in a bubble growing up um, and I don't think I realized a lot of things until I went to college and moved into the city and met different people that grew up in different circumstances and heard their stories. And it all really started to click and hit me. And I think kind of looking back on that now, I realize how isolated I was growing up and how much I didn't know and how much I've really changed and grown as a person since then.
4: How can you say you are isolated? But yet when you look at Philly, like here in Philly, which is Philly is Pennsylvania, then you got New Jersey, which depend kind of like Charlotte, which is depending on which route you take, you could be in Philly or be in New Jersey with the the a, a few left turns mm-hmm. and about a mile, you know, a mile each way. So how could you really be isolated in such a city that has so much diversity.
1: I know it's, it is, it's interesting because yeah, you can get, you can get to like a ton of different States in no time in the Northeast. Um, But where I grew up, I grew up in a suburb that was like mostly white and it was, I, I feel like the suburbs around Philly are, are pretty isolated and within their own bubbles. And even when I go go back home now and I see all of my friends who haven't left and I talk to them and I hear some of the things they say, it, it hits a lot different now. It changed my worldview when I went to college and, and met a lot of different people from different backgrounds and it was an amazing experience and it was life-changing.
4: We have to take a break, and more than anything, we got to pay some bills. Mm-hmm. You got checks. I love Cut To It, and I, I love it even more when you download us and subscribe.
5: And you can follow us on social media, too, Smitty.
4: Where, where at?
5: And that's at Cut To It on Instagram.
4: What about Twitter?
5: At Cut To It. Facebook? Cut To It featuring Steve Smith Sr. What about online? And you can follow us at cuttoitpodcast.com where you can buy merch and you can subscribe to us
4: wherever you listen to podcasts. I got all my answers questions. Um, I got all my questions answered.
5: That's what I'm here for, brother. Cuttoitpodcast.com.
6: Are you all about the NBA action? You've got to try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash
0: promos. We all can't help but wonder what awaits us around the next corner. What new roads are left to be discovered? What adventures lie just over the next ridge? Push beyond your current limits and find out. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always updating assistant that can be called on for almost anything. Whether the adventure is about the destination, the journey itself, or both, your SUV will match your tenacity mile after mile. And no matter how far you wander, you'll remain tethered to home without the need to connect your phone. Along with Assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Every single one of Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. The world is waiting to be discovered. What are you waiting for? Learn more at NissanUSA.com.
2: And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller?
3: I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free.
2: Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal?
3: I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange.
2: Ooh, you got burned. Next caller.
1: I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. plus.
2: Hmm, how's that bad?
1: I got to choose from their best plans.
2: So, what went wrong?
1: Oh, nothing went wrong.
2: And you're calling to...
6: To request a song?
2: You want a song, of course.
6: My choice is yours.
2: Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24+, plus with Galaxy AI, on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
1: Offers vary by device subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See ATG.com slash Samsung for details.
4: What did you daydream about when you were in high school?
1: Well, when I was in high school, I was a figure skater, so wow.
4: See, I, I got it out of her. I knew I could get it. Yeah, I that That's was it. it. She that... doesn't like to
5: talk about Nancy, it. Nancy Kerrigan swag. Nah. Yo,
1: I was more of like a Tanya Harding gal.
5: No. <laughs> I threw the alley, I threw the alley. Dude.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I, uh, I started skating when i was like six years old and i loved it and i got really good at it and so i was i skated before school like i would get up at 4 a.m and go to the rink and turn the lights on and like it was great because if you were the first one at the rink then you could choose the music and that meant like tlc was on
4: (laughs) can you imagine this little skinny little girl Ice skating to TLC. To, to red light special. And red waterfall. light special. Oh, yeah. And 4 a.m. <laughs> right. In Philly. I'd be so oh, confused. Yeah. What is what? going on? And, well,
1: and, and like, mind oh. you, I like cut all my hair off too. So I, was, like, I had this like short pixie cut and my coaches were like, you are way too much of a tomboy. So they sent me to ballet classes because they were like, you need to learn how to be graceful so they were like you have the athleticism you can land these jumps like you have all like the power because i was like all i was all legs when i was skating like i would wa- all i wanted to do was skate faster than everybody jump higher spin better just like i mean i was fueled by anybody else that was on the ice i was going to outskate them and then my coaches were like yeah all that's great but your like <laughs> presentation sucks so they were like here's a bunch of dresses. And of course like that triggered me because I was like, why do I have to wear dresses? <laughs> and they sent me to a ballet teacher um, and I had to take ba- all these like serious ballet classes for years. And it, you know, it ended up, uh, I guess I, I got more graceful, who knows. But when I was in high school, that's all, that's all I thought about. Like I would skate before school, after school competitions. Like I didn't take gym class because I got credits for going ice skating. Hmm. Yeah, it it was, I was really in it.
4: Did you enjoy any other sports?
1: I ran track for a little bit. uh, My freshman year of high school, but then it was, it was kind of in conflict with skating and my parents were spending a lot of money. I had a choreographer at one point. Like it was so, I mean, it's ridiculous when you look back on it, but like the price of skates, you have to get them custom made. You have to buy the boot and the blades separately. You have to take them to special places to get sharpened. I mean, it is a lot. I, and my parents would take me at four o'clock in the morning and sit at the rink in the freezing cold and just watch me skate around.
4: So all right, let's uh let's skip over that part. Let's we That's too much, dog. I
1: know, That's- I know. I was very intense. Anything that I do, I just lock in.
4: Let's let's talk about your TV career, because okay. a lot of people like I get the opportunity to work. To I was gonna say.
5: I don't Know that everyone knows that you guys are co workers on NFL yeah, we, Network, yeah. We,
4: so we're co This is Colleen Wolf, she's the host <laughs> of the NFL Networks.
5: You guys are on Thursday Night Football,
4: rising star. She can host anything. Mm-hmm. She and she loves sports, she mm-hmm. knows about sports, but you didn't always have the confidence that you appear that you have the confidence now. And see, I use that keyword, appear she does a lot of eternal dialogue that we're gonna get into later (laughs) but um how did you get your shot in broadcasting and and when i say broadcasting i'm not talking about tv i'm just talking about in the in the business in the business of broadcasting
1: well this was like something that i had no idea i even wanted to do this was not like oh my god i want to grow up and be on tv like that was not really uh, the thing. Like I was going to go to art school.
5: Art so, school? You want to go to art? Yeah, I was gonna say, what, what was it then?
1: Yeah, I was like, so so, so in high school, I was into figure skating and art. I was really cool. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and she wears contacts. So I'm pretty sure she had Wait glasses. Yeah, I, I wear oh, yeah. No, no I'm, like, I'm just I'm just saying she she said she was really cool art and ice skating so i'm like you know she and she's yeah. super smart so i'm just, <laughs> just throwing it out there she made she makes being intelligent cool oh, gotcha
1: well thank you look listen nerds run the world so yeah. <laughs> i loved art and i was like okay i applied to all art schools i was going to go to school for either um, illustration graphic design or art education and then like last minute i decided to go to drexel in philly and i had an Applied to their art school directly. So they were like, okay, you can't you can't take any art classes this year, just do something, you know, as take all of your electives this year, reapply, and then you can start your art program next year. So they were like, just take something like communications. So I was like, okay, great. And I was like, this is really easy <laughs> and kind of fun. At Drexel, you have to, you go to school for six months and then you work for six months and you do that three times. So you get to have three internships like three co-ops and so when it came time for me to do my first one because I stuck with communications I was like this is pretty great I'll just you know do some art stuff on the side so it came time to do my first uh co-op and through Drexel all they really offered were really lame ones like you know working in pharmaceutical uh like marketing spots and that's Maybe true. you can get a job at like QVC or, you know, Home Shopping Network. And I was like, all right, I don't really want to do that. But my dad um, d- doesn't really follow sports, has never really been a big sports fan. But he was friends with one of the women that was on a sports talk radio show in Philly, uh, radio in, on the, in the morning. And so I got an internship there just randomly I was like I don't know that sounds like a fun thing to do when you're in college work at a radio station Mm -hmm. so I went and I walked in and my first day I saw these four people that were on the morning show and their chemistry that they had together they were having so much fun they were talking about sports they were like ripping on each other and it was such a great atmosphere and i was like oh, this is exactly what i want to do how do i do this what what was, do i what is the course Thursday,
4: it was Thursday night <laughs> that's football. what it sounds like for real exactly it. we're getting molded for it
1: yeah how it started how it's going exactly like
4: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you, had,
5: you had a meme and you didn't even know it so, so i know it sounds like you fell in love with maybe the atmosphere but you you largely it sounds like you didn't have the the most interest in team sports it was you fell in love with that atmosphere being at that sports station
1: I loved the atmosphere and I was competitive but I hadn't like unlocked that yet in terms of like other team sports like I played softball growing up and like I said I, ch- I tried to run track for a little bit but that's not like a team sport and it wasn't until um, when I was in high school and the Sixers were in the playoffs with Iverson and like Dikembe Mutombo and Eric Snow and randomly i i stumbled upon one of the games and and i was like i i started watching the game and i was like oh my god this
2: is so she channel interesting
4: surfing. she, she channel surfing and said oh what is that big <laughs> guy waving his finger saying oh no 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 exactly
1: and i was like oh my god wait a second and i started listening to the announcers and it was like in the middle of the series and i'm watching and i had no idea what was going on but i I was so intrigued by it. and You're so my,
4: living in a bubble in Philly.
1: My family was not into sports. Like, we did not. It was not a house where there was football on on Sundays. Like, it, it just, that wasn't how I grew up, which is wild now that I think about it. I, I Every time I go, like, you know, on Thanksgiving or, like, yeah, on, on Thanksgiving, I'll, I'll go home. and I'll be like, you know, where, why isn't the TV on? There are games happening. What are we doing here? Like, everybody get it together. So, So when I, I started watching, you know, more games and getting into more sports. And once I started working at the radio station, I was like, oh my God, I gotta, I gotta really like figure this out. So I, this is like super embarrassing. Um, I went out and I got basketball for dummies, football for dummies, (laughs) baseball for dummies, hockey for dummies. And I read all four books and took notes and I every single day would read the sports section on like philly.com which was like the philadelphia daily news and philadelphia Inquirer, and I just like little by little I start and I would watch the games and I started and listen to sports talk radio station all the time once again I just like locked in and became obsessed with trying to figure it out and obsessed with kind of like winning almost at it. And it's like, how do I become the best at this? And and I just it, it was it was ridiculous. Like I then I was in college and I was doing this uh, internship where I was waking up at four o'clock in the morning to go and do the morning show. And, you know, thinking back on it now, it's like it was almost like it replaced figure skating for me. It was something I needed and I latched onto it just like I did skating. And I I just I made it every part of my life. And then I just from there, as I as I started to understand it more and more and talk to more people about it and ask questions and learn and listen, I, I started to finally kind of break in and I got a lot of jobs behind the scenes. And then that sort of led to the stuff on camera.
4: What were some of your duties in the beginning that you had to do?
1: oh my god like you know you're you're getting coffee for people I remember so Hugh Douglas was on the show a couple days a week and he was like in the building where the studio was there was in the garage like a a car wash on one of the levels Uh and he was like hey can you take these like during one of the breaks hey can you take this uh down to the uh the guy's for my car and i was like sure no problem and like <laughs> i thought he meant like drive his car down and it was a bentley and i don't even know if he knows the story <laughs> and i got in it no. and i was freaking out like i it didn't occur to me that i could just like drop the keys off to the guys down there and they would like drive it down and i get in and i was like oh my god how do i work this machine what <laughs> is this and it was so and i it's remember like caption turns in the in the parking garage to like get down to the next level and I was sweating so much <laughs> and the, and I remember the steering wheel just being so heavy like it was so hard to turn because I, like I just I always had total piece of crap cars growing up that ain't a key <laughs> I, got, I got back like 45 minutes later and everybody was like where the hell have you been In the beginning, uh, when I first latched on to that morning show, they would have me go out and do ridiculous bits and then call into the station with it. So one of the ones I remember the most is uh, when T.O. was having his contract dispute when he was in Philadelphia, they had me uh, go to the city corner. Um, It was at Fifth and Market. So it's like a busy intersection in Philly. And. This was when T.O. was like, "I, I don't have enough money to feed my family. And so they had me set up this giant, they like brought down this big giant plastic kind of container. And I set up a collection for Tio, and I had a like Salvation <laughs> Army bell. I wore a sandwich board. I had like a megaphone and I basically, uh, people were coming by all morning long. They were throwing their lunches in. They were throwing like pens in for him to sign a new contract. Somebody threw some type of like um, lubricant in there for him. I, there was a lot of really interesting things that ended up popping up in the collection for Tio.
5: I've been an intern before, but I ain't never ever had to do no stuff like that.
4: That is <laughs> oh. I think that's worse than the, uh I always use this as an example, it's probably bad, but man, it's my podcast, who cares? Um so around um, tax season.
3: Oh the know, liberty, the, the liberty, liberty people.
4: Yeah, <laughs> when they got the Statue of liberty guy who generally looks the same complexion as me sometimes, right? He, he it says,
5: varies on where the liberty tax place. It does, is. It, it
4: varies, yeah, it varies. <laughs> And I always, when we drive by, I look at my kids, I say, you don't pay attention to school? That's what your ass is gonna be doing right there. Now, were you getting oh paid? Were you getting paid or was this for college credit?
1: So, so for me, it was, no, my God, none of the stuff I had, none of the internships I had were paid. <laughs> so that's, it that's, was that's all, unpaid inter- all unpaid
5: work. The kicker is the Liberty Task guy gets paid. <laughs> <laughs> like when you were unpaid, because I, I worked for the Stroller Hornets, I was an unpaid intern. So they have you do all that crap. You got to go get coffee for somebody. You got to run stats. You got to go run stats to, bro, to the that, coaching staff. But what she's having to do, like having to get embarrassed. Listen,
4: whoo, I mean, Colleen, but it's worth it. Too. Colleen, you didn't even know this. G used to work for the Hornets, and his job for a little bit, he would give at halftime the stats, not to Bernie Bickerstaff, <laughs> not to Bickerstaff's son, JB. Yep. Not to JB uh, Bickerstaff, not, 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 li- not to Larry not to, Brown, not to Larry really. Brown. He got to give Michael Jordan mm-hmm. the stat sheet. So his life wasn't <laughs> that. Big. I was saying say, I had nothing like yeah. you did, no. right? But she was, she was basically dressed up like a Salvation <laughs> Army kid, <laughs> of
5: course, getting lube
4: thrown at her.
1: <laughs> yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah. They,
1: it, it, they had me do the most ridiculous stuff, and I was like, "Whatever, I don't care. Like, if it's gonna, if we're gonna get a laugh out of it, let's go, let's do it."
4: But it obviously in it puts something in you and ingrains something in you to where you're like, you know what, I want more of this.
1: Yeah, it 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 became addictive, and I think it's because that adrenaline that you get when you're on the air when you're doing a show like for me at that point when I was a you know college kid i was calling into the radio station but they were on you know i was on the station that you know my friends were listening to and just being in that moment the the rush that you get it's such a high and i think that's what i loved so much about it was the high from it and it was like it was something that, you know, once you're once you're done the show, it kind of sticks around too. So it's just like a really euphoric feeling. And I love it.
4: I think it's about that time. Just uh, take a little breather. Good do it. Good do it. Let's get down to it. Good do it. Hey Gerard, where did you get that t-shirt? You mean this thing?
5: Oh, yes. And I got it from cuttoitpodcast.com where we have exclusive merchandise. Shout out to our guys at 704 Shop. But yeah, you can go on. Buy you a t-shirt, subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts.
3: We all can't help but wonder what awaits us around the next corner. What new roads are left to be discovered? What adventures lie just over the next ridge? Push beyond your current limits and find out. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there, where the road leads you, and even where the off-road makes a way to. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class exclusive Google Built-in is always your updating assistant to call. for almost anything. Whether the adventure is about the destination, the journey itself, or both, your SUV will match your tenacity mile after mile. And no matter how far you wander, you'll remain tethered to home without the need to connect to your phone. Along with Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Every one of Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. The world is waiting to be discovered. What are you waiting for? Learn more at NissanUSA.com.
2: And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller?
3: I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free.
2: Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal?
3: I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange.
2: Ooh, you got burned. Next caller.
1: I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. plus.
2: Hmm, how's that bad?
1: I got to choose from their best plans.
2: So, what went wrong?
1: Oh, nothing went wrong.
2: And you're calling to...
1: To
6: request a song?
2: You want a song, of course.
6: My choice is yours.
2: Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24+, plus with Galaxy AI, on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
1: Offers vary by device, subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply.
6: See attcom slash Samsung for details.
5: What's up? I'm John Wall.
6: And I'm CJ Toledana, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari.
5: We're getting beat by 18.
4: My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are busted. Can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater.
0: Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out
6: Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: It wasn't even my That's my game! <laughs> Let's talk ball. And okay. you're
4: and talking ball, we can talk about football, but also talking really about your area of expertise, and I work with you, and I know how much you grind. So let's get this out of the way because you know I get on you about this. You are a diehard Eagles fan. So when I say a diehard Philadelphia Eagles fan, I want to know what's the dress, what's the food, the why, the what, the Walker when, how. Walk us through it because I'm on air with you. You can't really let your hair down and you gotta be professional. Yeah, I gotta she, be hey, like when the yeah. when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, the net it, it wasn't a question. It was like, oh, who's going to do it? It was who's <laughs> not going to do it? Can we rein her in? <laughs> she was at she was at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like so her husband cool. was on a team, so she was, but she was working yeah. for the network. Soaking she was she was over there bopping and dancing to the music. She. She was in like the, they had her in a, like the, um, the, the scaffolding, like, mm-hmm. like she's at a, a golf tournament, mm-hmm. right? She's supposed to be whispering. Oh, she loud talking. Oh yeah. Oh she
1: yeah. Was, I, that
4: was so awesome. She was acting a stone cold fool. So she, she is a straight up Oh, she, she ain't. She's supposed to look at all 32 teams. Mm-mm, mm-mm. She hey, only look, loves look, one look, team. Little extra love to one. N- not, not a little extra. She oh, only has, life. she got two loves John her husband and Philly, (laughs) everything else, (laughs) backseat.
1: Yeah. But you know what? That also means like they, they get extra scrutiny too. Like, just like, it's like, I love them. Like my kids, they really don't keep me up at night, which is great. But I will say like, you know, when they, they, they also get my ire as well. Like they will, if, if they're not doing well, they're going to hear it from me. And that just means in my own house, when I'm watching the game,
5: So you and Steve work for NFL network. I'd love for you to paint the picture. What, how, how hard is it working in TV?
1: It's, you know what people, because you always have people on Twitter being people on Twitter and everyone loves to nitpick every single little thing that goes wrong. And nobody truly knows what is happening behind the scenes and how much is just like a tight, a tightrope act. And Mm -hmm. Even just for instance, in one of the recent shows we did, at one point, everybody in the entire production lost all capability to hear each other. And that includes like all of the produ- like the producers, the directors, me as the host, all of the guys, like nobody could hear anything. And at that point it's like, what are you supposed to do? So, so there's just so- a lot of moving parts.
5: So when something like that happens and things do go it's left. Tough. What do you for both of y'all? What oh, do you have to do?
4: It it it's yeah it for so for the analysts, because Colleen's the host,
2: mm-hmm.
4: and being a host is kind of like being a general manager, which is a general manager in football terms, it's like being a fireman. You just put out fires, you don't okay. create them, you are just she's teeing us up. She she's got to be able to pivot like she got to yeah. be able to pivot when somebody like me says something that is like, <laughs> bro, you didn't go over that because a lot of times we save mm-hmm. we'll save some stuff. Like I When said, you say save like when I say like, like what so, you went
5: over in like a pre-production to so what happens?
4: A lot of times in the pre-production, you don't hear the authentic conversation because and it's better that way because you get a natural reaction. And then also, too, and she knows I've said some stuff at times. She's like, ooh. How do we transition? <laughs> yeah, And then she'll say something or like, well, she'll have to finagle it where her teleprompter goes out when we're in studio. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah it, you know what? It's, it's like, a it's a lot of, you have to cover up, uh, any, any mistakes that happen. And like a lot of things happen when you're live, sometimes producers will like when they, when they hit your button to like get in your IFB, basically when they, um, you know, when they talk to you, sometimes that button gets stuck and then you hear in your ear the producer yelling to like the director to do this and all of like and yep. checking in with the reporters <laughs> and everything else and you're still trying to complete a sentence and figure out like if it makes sense while hearing all of these other conversations at the same time and you know it's it, it it's it's a lot that's it's happening TV. at once
4: it takes oh my a, lot, of, yeah. a lot of input it's not just makeup uh lipstick and 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 chapstick it, it requires a lot of film watching and colleen writes her own yes. uh, script for for a lot of the stuff that she does. So she does a lot of things that a lot of people is just not showing up and look pretty and smile. Yeah so what is the biggest misconception
5: of working on TV out of all I that think- stuff or, or even something that you didn't mention. Go ahead Colleen
1: I think that's, I think that is the, the, that's it right there. I mean, that we just show up and all we do is put on makeup and then read off of a teleprompter um, and just regurgitate stuff that producers tell us in our ear. And like, let me just be clear there, there is not somebody that is sitting there feeding us information because they have a lot of stuff that they are doing. And that is like the least of their concerns. They're trying to keep the show on track and we need to be able to respond like normal human beings and have a conversation and be prepared and know the subject matter and be able to pivot when there is breaking news. And a lot of the times I I write scripts but I don't totally love to be scripted. I like to be off the cuff. I like to ad lib a lot more. And so during quarantine, when we were doing all of the shows from home, like I had so many people tweet me and be like, oh, anybody can just sit there with a teleprompter. And it's like, hey buddy, I don't have one at my house. Like all of this is like off the top of my head and that requires a lot of work. And I think a lot of times I feel like when I'm preparing for games and shows, I almost feel like I'm back in college again because it just feels like there is so much work goes into it and I'm studying and I feel like I never left school because it changes every couple of days and you have to refresh. And after every game, there's new storylines and you have to get back in. There's never a break during the season. It is a grind and it goes fast, but you got to, you got to keep up because if you don't, you will just get swallowed alive.
4: Today, I was on a, another podcast, and I was talking to a, a, a female. But one was interesting when I was doing this podcast on women and, and, and fashion, the woman said that there's not a lot of mentors or people that she felt comfortable with to be able to kind of seek out help. So what I'm asking you, Colleen, is in the, wor- in the job you're in, how much collaboration do female host or female in general working in the sports area rely, support each other on a daily basis?
1: I think it's changed um, and it is changing.
4: Okay. Hold on. Lot. Hold on. Okay. It's changing. So rewind that to, if it's changing, that must mean, obviously you're going to say it's changing for the good. Mm -hmm. then what was it before, before you start to paint this rosy picture? Give me the, give me the real, real now.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, there, there's, you know, there wasn't a ton of us when I first started and at least like in the places where I worked, you know, if I'm in sports, I'm, I'm might be, I might only be the, I might be the only woman sort of in the room a lot of times So when there was uh, another woman, it would be, it wasn't like friendly or cordial. A lot of times it was kind of a competitive type thing. And I think it's sort of set up that way in a lot of instances because you, there are so few positions and there are so few positions in general and then so few positions for, for women and, you know, when you're, when you're competing with the people that you're working with, it kind of creates this really weird dynamic. And as I've been in the business and as I've gotten more comfortable and confident in my position, um, and I think that just things in the world have changed a little bit more. I think that women in general are becoming more supportive of each other than, than they were previously. At least I have experienced that. Um, So I think that now it seems like there's more, hey, there's strength in us working together rather than us working against each other. And like, look what we can do if we bring all of like all of our supporters, you know, and, and, and people that follow us together and we could create something even better. Um, but yeah, when I first started, there was very few female mentors. I really didn't have any, but I do remember when I first got, when I first walked into the Eagles locker room, um, my first time in a locker room ever, there was one, uh, woman in there who she was awesome. And she worked for one of the newspapers at the time in town. And she pulled me aside and she was like, look, if you're going to be in here, like, this is this is what I'll tell you to like to help you kind of watch your back and and she was like told me the told me the different players to that are more prickly told me like you know who who I should deal with like PR wise like which guys are gonna be less creepy than other guys and kind of gave me laid the groundwork for me um, and kind of helped me steer clear of potential obstacles and pitfalls and stuff. And that meant so much to me, just that one conversation, but there weren't a lot of them.
5: All right, Carly, our last segment that we'll wrap up with is called the deep three. And so what we'll do is we'll ask you three questions that basically go beyond who you are within your industry, getting to know who
4: Colleen Wolf is. So Smith, give you the first question. If you can write a letter to younger Colleen right now, you can go backwards and you can prepare her for this moment. What would you write and why?
1: I would tell her to relax. (laughs) I would tell her to stop stressing out about all of these small things because they don't matter. They're not going to matter. There's going to be way bigger things that you're going to have to deal with. And have fun now and live it up and just be yourself. There were so many times when I first started that I was trying to be something because you get told by supervisors and managers and consultants and you know everybody is trying to get their opinion in and they want you to be a certain way. They want you to look a certain way, sound a certain way, talk a certain way, say certain things. And ultimately, you just got to be you. And that is, I mean, I, I don't know how to be anything else but me. And the more that I was able to get comfortable in my own skin and be comfortable being uncomfortable, then mm-hmm. that's when I kind of found success.
4: That's pretty good right there.
5: Now that you've navigated through your career, how will you make it easier for women coming up underneath you to rise?
1: Well, I, I talked to a lot of, I talk to a lot of girls that are, you know, in college now, I get a lot of people that reach out to me on like Twitter and Instagram. And it is a great question because there's no, like, there's no great way to sort of bring people up. Like if I, if I had some type of mentor program, that would be the goal for me to help other women break in because normally I just, I take a look at their stuff, their their reels, some of their clips, and I, I give them some notes and I try and set them up with meetings at different places or, or agents, um, things like that, just just little things. But ultimately it is such a it's such a fickle business. Mm. And the thing that the thing that's the most frustrating about this business is it's not a meritocracy. And it's really subjective. And it really depends a lot on right place, right time, who the people in charge are, what they like, and if they like you. And there's so much turnover that happens too. So things change so quickly. And so I think it, it's, it is a really difficult industry. And, and I think more than anything else, what women need is just support.
4: You and John both working in sports world. What impact do you want to have once you two are sitting on the porch with the dogs somewhere for now? How, how would that conversation go looking back?
1: Well, I just, I, I want to be able to look back on everything that I did. And I want to be able to feel like we we made people laugh. We made people feel better. Like this, there's so there's so much that's negative, especially right now, I think in the world, that if if we're able to kind of help people at all, just brighten their day even a little bit, I feel like that to me is a huge, a huge impact. Like I, I there have been people that, you know, reach out to me and and say that certain certain things certain shows have like helped them I mean I do a podcast another podcast around the NFL um, at work and one of the guys right now on it is going through cancer uh, Chris Wesling. Mm. and he's talked very openly about his battle and the impact that he's had on people listening has just been you can't even put it into words. And I think if you're able to affect like even one or two people in your life, then you've done, you've done your job here.
5: Colleen talked about how she, she basically (laughs) fell into Mm -hmm. sports media. Yeah. You have a much different journey. You played in the NFL for a number of years. How did you end up working now with NFL Network? Well,
4: I fell into it too. uh, I was approached by a guy named Taylor Zarzer Mm -hmm. uh, here in Charlotte, uh, North Carolina. He asked me to come in on in, in in the studio WFNZ. And so I started doing that. And I was like, hey, let me take an internship. So trying to work the boards a little bit. And then I was getting on air for like 10 or 15 minutes. Then I started coming in once a once a month. Then he had a an agent that he referred me to, so I went with them, talked to them, and then they uh, worked a deal. And I started working for uh, XM Radio NFL Channel. Yeah, did that once a week from like seven a.m. to ten. And then I was um, went to Baltimore, and all of a sudden. Um, Mike and Mike asked me to come in. I I had a contract with them. I was doing yeah. eight uh, appearances on the Monday after a game. So I would fly to Bristol and do a, do the morning show. And then I got some great advice from Sage Steele. <clears throat> um she's a female uh, anchor for ESPN. ESPN. Awesome. Yeah. She's cool as a fan. Um, she's much cooler than her, her big brother, Chad steel <laughs> with the, uh, with the Baltimore Ravens. But, um, she was like, look, <clears throat> figure out what you want to do. If this is what you want to do. And I, and I didn't think this is what I wanted to do, but I was getting opportunities to do it. She says, so this is what you do go. And most guys, when they come on, they just really show up for that little segment. She was like, no, don't do that. Tell them you want to be a part of the whole production or at least observe. Okay. So don't go in just for your segment because if you have a show that's on from 6 a.m. to 11 Mm -hmm. and you come in at the 8.30, 9 o'clock hour, they've been blowing and going for a long time. Mm -hmm. What time do they show up? What time, what's the process of production meeting? What is this? What is that? And it made so much sense. We ended up being on the phone for about 45 minutes. Wow. And she told me what to do, how to do it, and then you know if you are, one, built for this business, do you want to do it? And I really enjoyed it because it had a process. It had something that coming out of a process-filled job, which is football. You show up on – you play on Sunday, but you show up on Monday, you get some weights or treatment, Tuesday's off. Wednesday, first, uh, first, first and second down. Thursday, third, third down and long and fringe. Friday is red zone. Mm-hmm. Saturday is walkthrough. Sunday is the game, mm-hmm. right? And so, just not having that process anymore. in Retirement. So I went through that and interview with CBS, NFL. Uh, I was actually you want to hear a dirty secret? Ooh, do tell. Do tell. So I was interviewing with. Fox Sports mm-hmm. with uh, Undisputed and all that yeah. stuff. So I was interviewing with them, but I had a lunch hour and a half that we slid into a restaurant down in um down where was it down in Holly uh, I think it was Hollywood area or Culver City area, and had lunch with the hiring guys with NFL Network. Oh, so you
5: was he was a highly contested free agent.
4: Had but later I had dinner with Fox Sports, but I was doing an interview with Fox Sports, who was offering me, and then I had an interview with NFL Network, and ended up inter- they interviewed me, but I ended up interviewing them. Okay. And so what got me the job was they said, "Hey, uh, what do you think?" I said, "Well, I know you guys don't have a presence on the East Coast. Yeah. Let me be your presence on the East Coast." Oh. I'm not going to come to L.A. Right. On a consistent basis. But what I will do is every major event, I'll be there. Combine, want it. Training camp, I'll do it. Super Bowl, there. And sit down interviews, but I'm not coming to L.A. on a consistent basis. I don't want to do that Sunday show because I got a family, blah, blah, blah. I said, really? Next thing you know, had dinner crazy part is fox S- sports paid for my flight oh Pay for my hotel you dirty dog <laughs> <laughs> and basically got me the job <laughs> <laughs> with nfl network now i interviewed with fox um as well they wanted me to do the other show that's sunday morning but again that's la but yeah. it was cool and um Interview with ESPN a little bit, but they had some things going on internally. They were shaping mm-hmm. and changing up, and they were trying to figure out. Um, they didn't really have a place for me, um, so that didn't work out. and And that's how I got it with NFL Network. That's how I got. That's how I got the job. I got some great um, advice from family friend, and that's how I got my job. So it was. It was really uh, started at a local radio station. And, man, moved up. So without WFNZ and Taylor Zarzler, so, um I would have never got – I would have never be a media guy. So both of y'all, sm-
5: small, humble beginnings, radio stations, and then putting the grind in, mm-hmm. and then look where you just fall into place. Yeah. That's dope, man. That's dope. Yeah. It's,
4: That's dope. It's a long, long journey. It's not well. Tra- <laughs> tra- it's not the well-traveled it route never everybody is.
5: believes. It, it, ne- it, it, it like Like we said before, People want to see the fully baked version, but they don't want to see what it took when you were just in yeast mode. (laughs) See how I played that?
4: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) For a dude that don't cook like that, I'm pretty good. I don't bake. I don't bake. (laughs) You don't. That was some good right there. Cut to it with Steve Smith Sr. That is me, is a production of Cut to It, LLC. Balto Creative Media, The Black Effect and iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
5: From Cut To It, executive producer Steve Smith Sr., co-host Gerard Littlejohn, talent and booking manager Joe Fushi, social media manager Peyton Smith. From Balto Creative Media, Cut To It is produced by Brian Baltoshevich. And Meredith Carter with production assistance by Alex Labrec, Production manager Sarah Pollack. Theme music by Alex Johnson. Lyrics and vocals by Anthony Hamilton.
1: If you ain't heard about it, then we're about to let you know. You know
2: it's on
3: We all can't help but wonder what adventures lie just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Along with Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are all built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan's SUVs. Have have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com.
2: Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller?
3: I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh,
2: you got fleeced. Next caller?
1: I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and
5: chose my plan.
2: That's not a bad deal.
5: It is not.
1: Our
2: best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
1: Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte for available for a limited time terms and restrictions apply see att.com slash samsung for details
5: whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years have a plan and know the game be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget